Parenting is hard, but there's help. Welcome to Everyday Parenting with Mary Beth Henry, a licensed marriage and family therapist and parent educator. Everyday Parenting utilizes face-to-face unscripted interviews with real parents, but names have been changed to protect their identities. Everyday Parenting will be out with new episodes every two weeks. Help support Everyday Parenting. If you have a business and would like to reach directly into the ears of our listeners, please contact us at parentingpodcast at gmail.com. Speech, language, and communication play a vital role in our lives. Without it, children have difficulty communicating their basic needs and can struggle academically or with peers. At Jabberdogs, speech language pathologist Stephanie Mashek can help you or your loved one become a successful communicator. Based in Pasadena, California, Jabberdogs offers private speech and language therapy at affordable rates. They also take insurance, including Blue Shield and Anthem Blue Cross of California. Visit Jabberdogs.com for more information. That's J-A-B-B-E-R-D-O-G-S dot com. Today's episode is the season finale of our second season. Sarah returns in this episode with the mom group, and she is dealing with car drama again. But this time around, it's about her children fighting. Hi, I'm Sarah. I have three kids. I have Violet, who is 11. Evan is almost eight. And I have Ava, who is two. And right now, the big issue in our house is the fighting, constant fighting in our house. And my husband is an only child, so he grew up with no fighting. And so once the bickering starts, he can't handle it. And I remember in a previous meeting, you said to just let the fight happen Mm -hmm. as long Mm -hmm. as there's no blood, just to let it happen and let them resolve it on on their own, because that's Mm an important part of learning and growing up. Mm -hmm. But my husband doesn't understand that and just wants to squash it and so we were talking earlier um, about Jane's kids and how you have to just let them have the tantrum well my husband will not allow that he will be like telling Evan if Ava wants the toy that Evan's holding just give it to her just give Mm -hmm. it to her just Mm -hmm. so he doesn't have to hear okay and, and and are you home a lot together all, yes as a family? i'm a stay-at-home mom okay so you're home with him with, with your husband the, the, the big child mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yes the biggest okay. child <laughs> so um the biggest child needs your help he needs help with this and he needs to know um that it's okay so when they are going at it and uh, you know if it's not a, a time when you're all in a close call, like sitting at the table and they kind of go at it you can squash that because that's you know right now guys we're eating dinner enough mm. enough i get that but when it's let's say they're playing in the house and they're running around and they're having they're, they're being siblings and your husband just cannot manage that when he gets home or when during that day um you need to go to him and you're going to say i'm going to help you ignore the children so what does that look like in your relationship with your husband what can you do for him and i'm don't look at me like i'm actually do something sexual or anything but i'm just saying um that's the look i just got i just i just want you to okay i just want you to be able to take care of him so he needs to know what to do he doesn't know what to do right he he never experiences right so when someone doesn't know what to do then yeah they stop it they they just they want it to end Mm -hmm. so could you with him say we're gonna walk out of this room together let's go let's leave this room or can you come over here and help me do dishes or right. give him something to do? He doesn't know what to do or, or release him and say, go, you can go. Yeah. I, I Just go will, on a walk. I will yeah. deal with this. Um, but he, 
and but before it happens you need to have that conversation with him and say i know from your childhood this is really something that you'd never had to deal with mm-hmm. um did you grow up with siblings yes okay. and we so fought you, so, all the time so yes. you get it we're used to it. it yeah so he he has to he has to know that it's what it is right but he also but what he wants is um also you know the children need well what i'm saying is the children need to know what dad grew up with and have you had that conversation with with them no have that conversation say you know what you know why dad always gives in you know you know why dad just wants you to end he's not doing it because he's angry at you he's doing it because this is what he knows teach them about dad because that's an important thing that he has never he never saw siblings, you know, children right. fighting. He doesn't know what to do. He didn't even grow up with cousins around. So okay, he... so so have your children teach him. Oh yeah. Hey, Dad, when we're fighting, you know what would be really helpful is blah 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 blah. You know, don't don't make her give in. I mean, it's not. I think the biggest thing that I see more than anything else is an older child always having to give in. Right. And that's not okay. And I feel bad because the oldest one is the one who's always getting the short end of the stick. It's not fair. It really, I mean, their their words are, it's not fair. Mm -hmm. And it isn't fair because what you're allowing is that younger one to control by crying, to control by having tantrums and having that. And the, and the older one gets blamed and they're in their mind, they're getting blamed for everything. Right. And they're having to compromise on everything. And what you're creating there as they get older is a very, uh, is a person who will not learn to compromise. They are going to fight that one and be very, very rigid. Right. Because they're not even getting a chance to be heard or have a voice and have that peace. So if you can help your husband learn it from that perspective, what we want our children to learn mm-hmm. is compromise, but it's not being forced into it. And it's, but I, I think the biggest piece you can do is teach your children who your father is. That family, like that family, know what kind of family did he grow up in, and explain it to them. Right. I think that would be amazing for them to understand. Then. That would be. Those are family stories. For them to understand those why. are really important family stories. Oh, really important. We, it's it's something we do need to share a lot about our with our children, so they get to understand personalities and temperaments, and why is he that way, and why are you this way? Why do you allow it, and why does dad? You know, boy, that's. A really important piece and then and then with your husband say what can i do to help you because i know when you get very uptight and very stressed about it you want to make it go away right and um it, it you're just you're you're adding more fire you know more fuel to that fire and then they're, they're not really learning anything but all i've seen is an angry dad right okay, what about situations where we need the fighting to stop yeah. how do we yeah handle well, that well, better. <laughs> well, okay. So when you teach your children, when you allow them to have it, you're also going to teach them say, when we do say stop, it means stop. So how do you teach that in general with, with any child is every, every time you say stop, you have to follow through with it. That means if you saying it's time to get out of the pool and they're not getting out of the pool and they're swimming around and ignoring you, you're going to get into that pool and get that child out. You're going to follow through with every time you say something just for example i i was at a a house the other day and a child was he's very um uh he's very threatening he likes to threaten everybody so he he doesn't want to do something he says oh i'm gonna poke your eye out i'm gonna i'm gonna spit in your face you know that's that's his rebuttal for everything Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to do what you what he wants you to do because his family doesn't follow through with anything so he has learned just to 
threaten everybody around him to get what he wants. And so when I was with, when I'm with him, I have to follow through. So if mom says it's time to get out of the sandbox, and he just starts flinging sand, pew pew pew, out of the sand. I say, okay, I'm, we're gonna help you. We're gonna stop your hand from flinging sand and I'm gonna lift you out of the sandbox because that's what mom asked you to do. I'm modeling for the mom what she should be doing, but you have to follow through. Right. So your child learns that's the end. That's the consistency and stop talking constantly and doing it, just mm -hmm. get it done. So how do I make them stop <laughs> when I say stop? Like, for, give like, me an example, for example like, what are okay, they doing? In the car. Yes. On the drive here. Oh That's, boy, this is the coat. So fighting. I, I get this more than yeah. anything. In I let them fight at home, you know, let yeah. them solve it on their own. Yeah. But when in the car and it's getting my heart rate up sure. and sure. I need to focus on the road, I'll end up yeah. pulling over. Yeah. Yes, you should pull over. But even before you even get into that car, what are you going to teach your children before you even walk in? before you even open that car door. Well, I think that's why I was really upset this today because I had just told them, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we have a long drive, you know, so I, I need to focus on the road, please behave. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and so not even it? five minutes into it, they started bickering okay. and I, I lost it. Yeah. It's like, so, we just had this conversation five minutes ago. Okay, so rewind, we're getting in the car, we're actually in the house. We're in the house, we're, we're about 10 minutes, 10 minutes before we leave. And you're going to sit them down and get them collected or go to them separately and say, in the car, it's a two-hour drive. Two hours, that's a long drive. Mm -hmm. You each need to have activities packed. Let me see what you have packed to keep yourselves busy. Oh. Did you do that? I did have an iPad, but because the argument started, I, I let them have the iPad once we got on the freeway. Mm -hmm. But the argument started before the freeway, mm -hmm. and so I was like, "Give yeah. me that iPad." <laughs> yeah. So you have, so you have one iPad to. For they each had their own. Oh, got it. Okay. But I took them away. Yeah. And then we're on the freeway. Freeway. Can I just ask what? And they said, "Can we have an iPad?" And I was like, "No." What was the argument? I'm just curious. What were they arguing about? Um, we had stopped somewhere. My daughter had to pick something up. And I think my son accidentally stepped on my daughter's toe got it. Okay. and she got upset with him. And then he had a huge tantrum okay. in the parking lot as they were coming back to the car. And so they were still bickering. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's why it's important to know. So I mean, this is why I like to start, you know, if, if you're getting ready to go somewhere, number one, plan ahead, have them plan activities. Number two, if, if they're, I, I tell parents when you're, if you're going someplace, and the child has an experience so that something's happened where they got their foot stepped on, for example. And you, you just keep on moving. Okay, get in the car. Let's go. We got to go. You didn't resolve it. No, you're right. We didn't. You didn't resolve he it. ended so, up sitting on the floor. Yeah. So I always tell, <laughs> like the, the biggest the thing car. I tell parents, which is <laughs> takes so much time sometimes, but don't move out of that location and try to resolve it there. For, for example, if, if there's something at school that happened at school, or, and they had a meltdown or a tantrum or something at school, resolve it before you come home. Stay there, resolve it, two or three minutes, just resolve it, finish it, move on. Mm. A lot of the energy that we bring into cars, think about getting into school in the morning, think about going anywhere, we're rush, 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 rush. It, all this has happened, all this activity, all this chaos, all this anger, frustration, we're yelling, kids are yelling, get in the car, blah, blah, blah. Oh. All the energy is there. And then we put them in car seats, right. buckle them in, and then we expect <laughs> that energy just to magically disappear. And they're holding all, kind of like about grudges, they're holding all this energy. Right. How about before we even get in the car, okay, let's make sure everything, let's take our deep breath here. 
teach our family, okay, now let's get in the car. Mm. Let's buckle everyone in. Okay, everyone take a deep breath. Yeah. Yeah, you know, slow things down. So I completely messed it up because <laughs> they were still wanting to talk about it. And I said, I don't want to hear one more word about it. Yeah. And then they, they, they were trying to resolve it, right? So there you go. Yeah, you were, you were done, though. You were just like, I just want to drive. Right. You wanted to get to your location. It, mainly because just five minutes before that, we had yeah. I gave them the lecture about it. And I felt like you just... You disrespected me because mm. you did complete opposite of what I asked you. And I asked nicely. And you disrespected them by doing the complete opposite right. of what you and always I, ask is, let's talk about this and get this done. <laughs> but you were in a rush and you're being, you know, we're normal parents and stuff happens. Right. Right. But we get so wound up. And so how do I troubleshoot that when I'm in that situation? Okay. Because I didn't do the you know, yeah. groundwork so, of setting it up before. Well, if, if you're driving along and they're still arguing, yeah, you do need to pull over. Right. And if you can, if you're on the freeway, that's hard. What I you can always encourage you to is put your hand back and touch the child who's having the hardest time because usually they're with arm distance. Yeah, and, he wasn't. Okay. Well, then look in the mirror and say, mm -hmm. I'm looking in the rearview mirror. Do you see my eyes? Mm -hmm. Okay. And not out of anger. It's like, I, I know you got stepped on. Right. You're, you stepped on your sister. She's mad at you. Narrate it narrate this the, the story so they feel heard because what right. they're doing in that constant chaos and that constant revving up is no one's hearing me my voice isn't being heard mom's telling me to be quiet mom doesn't want to hear it anymore i just want to finish this i don't i don't you know you hear that's what they're right that's what the chaos is is no and so your, your son has a tantrum yes because now I'm, I'm just going to go to the tantrum because now really no one's heard me. So I'm just going to start screaming now. Right. And our little three-year-old will start, you know, it's just, yeah, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. So if you can pull off, get out of the car, but you can't get out of the car, put it into gear, put your brake on, get, you know, we don't need drama. We don't need to add more energy. <laughs> Which I do. <laughs> <laughs> Which we don't. Stop. <laughs> Make sure. Yeah. Put it in gear. <laughs> <laughs> get out of our seat open the door and look at your children with the evil eye that yeah well if you need to release that energy do it and then just say okay now i'm gonna take a deep breath because i got all my stuff right. out now well because now, now that i end up apologizing now let's figure this that out that wasn't like that wasn't good behavior that i just did and, and that's fine it, it, do that and yeah. then take your deep breath and say now let's figure out what your problem is right because i just had my problem i got i let it out <laughs> now what, what what can i do to help you guys because this is still going on right and i can't drive safely with it going on right right and that's why I'm like even afraid to let them drive in other people's cars because I think if you guys argue in they grandma's car, yeah, they don't I don't want so her not to be able to concentrate when she's yeah. driving, pull over like I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if they do, they, they usually don't, but you know, children are, give their best behavior to us, right? Their best lovely behavior to us. I don't think they're going to do that with grandma, but that's not the issue. It's don't avoid, don't avoid. <clears throat> we need to resolve it before we move forward. Boy, isn't that's parenting right there? That's life. That is right there. That is that is life one hundred and one with everything and everyone. Resolve, move on. Right. Forgive, move on. Finish it. Piggybacking off of what she was talking about, what if you're not around for the argument, and they come to you mm -hmm. and they have two different stories? You know, the truth's probably got to lie somewhere in the middle. But you don't want to hear it because you know what the argument originated from is totally meaningless right. anyway. You're trying to do dinner or, you know, anything else. 
and you know you're never going to get to the bottom of why they're actually arguing. Yeah. So I just like to shut it down. Like, you need to go work it out. You need to go yeah. walk away and work it out between right. the two of you. So I completely try and disengage because I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes and no. So yes, I, children like to come and have a sounding board. They like just to say it out loud. Um, we are focused we're, we're looking at a recipe we're trying to get dinner on we're, we're you know our minds there is is it possible for you to be that so to be the referee not not the referee in the sense of you're going to solve the problem because you're not you can just say i'm not going to solve this i i feel like i just want it sounds like you guys just need to talk about it out loud maybe they just can't respect each other and listen to each other or they just feel like if they're in your presence they can say it i don't you know that's they can still a child can sit and tell you something you can still be working cutting up vegetables they can mm -hmm. just come here tell me your tell me your story all right now when this one's talking i'm at you just be quiet listen i'm gonna listen you listen mm -hmm. i don't know is that possible i just i have one in particular who's usually always part of the duo that comes to me i always mm -hmm. have one constant one and he'll be there and he'll just be like uh-uh uh-uh, you know, refuting yeah. everything yeah. the other one is saying, okay. which, you know. Because I, I always teach, I mean, and I, and I have taught in the podcast and everything too, it's, you know, when a child comes and tattles to you, like, he's doing this, he's buying, you know, yeah, that's different than two children coming up to you and saying, we can't resolve this. There's something that we, we're, we're in a Sorry, constant argument. I, it's two tattlers at one time. Not, I don't okay. think they're looking to resolve it okay. and move on. They just on want to kind of make, let you know what's going on and maybe try and get each other the other one in trouble okay yeah okay yeah so that's a little different than yeah i think and then then so yeah so when when two toddlers come up to you and they mom oh okay guys i'm making dinner right now um if even if i weren't making dinner i i'm not going to get in the middle of this one okay so you can stay here uh -huh. but i i would much prefer that you out Okay. I'm trying to make dinner. So it's like the fight. Let them let them yeah. have it out oh, and yeah. let them work it, it out. It is. Okay. It is. Okay. So in that yeah. situation, it's okay not to feel like I have to resolve it with them or for them. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to do a lot of resolving anyway for children. Okay. I like them to be able to hear it out loud. Okay. And to to have some time to think about it because I, I think the biggest uh, fault we have as parents is we we feel like we have to uh, finish. Well, we're just talking about you know resolving the issue in the car and having them be heard, um, versus we we feel like we always have to have answers for everything, and we don't. We don't have to have answers for everything. What we can do is allow them to be heard. Okay. But this situation in the car was a safety issue. We're arguing in the car, sure, and we're going to get it resolved so we can be safe in our home. If someone were to be stepped on, and they're running around the house screaming, "You should have stepped on me! Don't step on me!" It's not a safety issue. Right, you're not in a confined space driving, and I can. That's the difference. So, too. can I tell them? Can you discuss this in another room away from me? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to hear it. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, you can. Um, and then you can tell them later, if maybe after dinner or um, before we go to bed. You know, tell me the answer. Tell me how you guys resolved it. Mm. But if your children um, don't know how to resolve things, right? Drew doesn't know how to resolve things, so. And well, he, does, he knows how to resolve some things, but he has a hard time with it. So with Drew, what we have to really is we got to find time to teach it, though. We can't just say, I'm not going to deal with you and not teach him. So I can't deal with you right now or I don't want to deal with you right now or, or I, I'm not going to give you that time right now. But I will after dinner and we will have time to talk about it then. And 
and I, I want to hear how you, how you all resolved it. How did you figure this out? What did you do to figure it out? And if they say, well, we didn't figure it out. We just sort of walked away from each other. Well, maybe that's just the way they did resolve it. Mm-hmm. But you do have to have teaching in there. We can't, right. Our children are not born knowing what to do. Um, but at that moment, it isn't, it, teaching doesn't happen in the moment of crisis. Right. And for them, that's a crisis. Okay. Was there, there was something else? Was there something else? We need to say? I can help my husband. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's a huge one. That's really, yeah, really good. It, it's, he's an only child, so the, the yeah. loudness, the fighting, he's just not used to it. Sometimes he's not used to loud, my loud voice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's but, I, but I think the kids knowing about dad would be. That he's an only child. You know, you know what they see is an angry dad. He's, he doesn't, doesn't really get angry, but he just like, he, he, he tells them to short, stop, like, short temper, yeah, stop so. fighting, like, that's enough, it's so stupid what you guys are arguing about, squash it now, and then, and they do, yeah, they do. Okay, um, you know, going back to your husband, and we we're just talking about, you know, teaching husbands and teaching people uh, in general, we're teaching our children, we're teaching our spouses, we're teaching um, people in our family, um, how, why people do what they do. I think that's if, that's, if you could have that notion when you're raising your children, is teaching your children why, why people do what they do. When they go to school and someone comes to school really grumpy and, and horribly, you know, or being a bully or being, um, or being, uh, comes in and just, you know, says something rude to you, it's not so much as being mad at that person, it's why, why do you think they came to school that way? Why do you think dad squashes it? Why do you think I let it go? Teach your children and your spouse and everyone in your home why people do what they do. If you teach them those basic pieces of life, uh, they will understand human nature. They'll understand who people are versus getting, taking it personally or, or, or getting to these squabbles all the time. It's like, well, you know, my sister just stepped on my foot or a brother's you know, it was an accident. I don't think that he meant to step on my foot, but it hurt. What your daughter was trying to say was that hurt when you stepped on my foot. But the thing is I, that we also talked about is she got way more upset with him. I, I asked her, what if your friend accidentally stepped on your foot? Yeah. Would you have barked at your friend the way you just did at your brother? Yeah. You wouldn't have. Well, and, and vice ask that about your husband. If you were at work, if your husband was at work, would he have barked at his coworker as much as he barks at the kids about an right. issue that they're having a discre- you know, mm-hmm. discrepancy about something. Mm-hmm. What he's learned from your husband is, or, or what she's learned from he- your husband is the big bark. Right. Right? Yep. She barks louder because she can, because it's the family, it's our yes. family. That's what she knows, that's what she's watched. Dad barks loudly because right, he wants it to stop. Right. She barks loudly because... Yes. Why? Yeah, no barking loud. No bar- so, <laughs> so te- teach why teach why 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 do, why do you bar- talk about yeah. that why Get empathy yeah, why why do you bark louder at your brother than you would at your friend why do you think you do that mm-hmm. right. why does dad bark louder at me you know barking i guess that's our thing right now but <laughs> okay thank you and that concludes season two of the everyday parenting podcast Thank you so much for listening, and please do us a favor and rate us on iTunes. It helps new listeners discover us. You can also listen to old episodes there. See you in Season 3.
Everyday Parenting is produced by me, Teresa Wang. The music you hear in our podcast is courtesy of the Emmy Award-winning artist, Stephen Morell. If you have a question for Mary Beth and the Everyday Parenting podcast community, please join us on our Facebook group. Just search for Everyday Parenting Group on Facebook. 